We're back, baby. It's podcast time. It's that hot podcast hour. Uh, choke artist, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. I'm trying my radio voice. Uh, the boys from the planet U have made it to New Brunswick to do a little podcast. And it's yeah, happy yeah, to see you guys. I'm, yeah, I'm happy to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks for coming through um, on, a, on a Tuesday night. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Late. Yeah. Big week, big week for the band, eh? Mm-hmm. I, yep, I guess it is. <laughs> I mean, you're really you're releasing an album. That's like you know, it's yeah. exciting. There's gonna a lot of dreams are gonna come true <laughs> at these shows. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Make a lot of a lot of wishes happen. This be, I mean, we have some like surprises lined up and stuff for the shows. It should be really fun. Really? Yeah. 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 I yeah, might come yeah. on Friday. You should that's come to the that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. Is Ishmael playing as well? Oh yeah. yeah. So Bangladeshi. Do you know Bangladeshi? No, but Pete was telling me he really likes them too, and he might come. Nuts, dude. They're yeah. like one of the craziest bands in the area. I don't know sure. how I got them to play the show, but I did. They're from um, Jersey. They're yeah. from New York. Yeah, yeah both oh, bands are right from New York. So. They're from yeah, New York. It's kind of funny. We're having our Jersey release with two New York bands, you know. <laughs> and then Saturday is a release show too. Yeah, we're playing Connecticut. Oh, tight. With uh. Cheem and Juska. I think I don't know. Is that Cheem? I've heard. Yeah, Cheem's sick. We've known them for a while. Yeah, yeah. check out. They're Cheem. awesome. Yeah, Hell yeah. And then a band called Waveform. Mm-hmm. Right on. I've never heard of so. So cool. this album is like a year in the making. Kind of. Yeah, like nine maybe months. even. I was gonna well, say maybe even more than that. Well, I, I mean, we started it last June. Well, we start recording. Well, well, we start writing. So when it. we were we were writing music for this album while we were still finishing up the last one. <clears throat> Shit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, I think we wrote like you wrote, Four K, and then I wrote Curse, and then that, those two songs we like jammed on two songs for like a while. No Sky too. Yeah, and Sky also. And Sky. I was gonna say Sky. And then I think like I feel like <laughs> half the album was written like during the summer. And then, like, we went back to school, got adjusted and shit, and then we started writing the rest of it, I feel like. We, like, wrote this one song right before we went on tour, and we, we played, like, once off tour, and then there was, like, like I think a month or two, like, in between, and we were on tour, and we were like, you know what, let's do it, let's just go for it, let's just try the new one. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's wild that you were finishing up one and, like, already writing for the next, but I think that tends to happen, especially when there's, like, delays with recording and stuff or setbacks. Yes. So many delays. Where do you guys record? How do you record? Ah, in our own Robert McNamara's studio. Yeah, so oh, hell yeah. Um, I have a studio in Kenilworth. Um, it's called Rojo Sound, and um, promo. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, basically, my father built it when I was younger. We teach drums there, and blah blah blah. But uh, we record there as well. And our and my friend I grew up with, Victoria Seagriff, uh, she graduated from Berkeley. and she was our engineer throughout this whole process uh, mm-hmm. for this she album. Mixed it and recorded it. And. Uh, it turned out awesome and with this we decided after doing our last album we tried to do it kind of um section off through instruments where you know drums did first and then guitar and we start realizing that we are not the type of band where you should separate the instruments recording because we're live band yeah so we so then we talked to victoria victoria's like let's just record you guys live and see what happens and what the energy difference? you get from our live performances yeah, it's are crazy, honestly. Honestly. I mean, total. That was going to be what I was hoping for, was that you guys did it all at the same time. Because if you see your band live, it's like, you guys pull it off. You know, like, it's yeah. the, the style changes. I think I was talking to you about it a little bit, but, like, you guys pull those off very well. Or it'll be, like, kind of, like, aggressive, like, frenzied, like, post-hardcore, like, riffage. And then, like... <laughs> It, I can't even speak on it too well because I don't know the style, but like loungy, like jazz <laughs> yeah. style. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome to hear you say that. That's him right there. Yeah. <laughs> Max, that's the like, lounge right there. Do you like gig out as like for like jazz guitar? You know, since I graduated school, not as much. Uh, yeah. It's it, actually lately it's been more pit gigs, you know, like doing yeah. musicals and stuff. Yep. I know um, about that life. <laughs> I mean, that like to me it's it's really fun actually it's They're a totally cool. different kind of playing like you have to be you know in step with the actors and stuff yeah and i, I lo- love it a lot going on as long as you have a like a good conductor oh like you, someone leading the pit that knows absolutely what it could, yeah if you don't have a good conductor it's just I, i've done like grease bye bye birdie west side story oh, guys yo west side story is crazy best, dude what leonard bernstein right that's yeah like the, that's my shit that was like the best one. Oh yeah i, I did it at msu like <laughs> our uh, Dr. McCauley, the conductor, he like sent out personal invites to everyone in the band, being like, Can, "I want you to do this with me. Yeah, <laughs> like let's go on this journey together." Like, it's a heavy book. Yeah, yeah it was intense. I mean, I had to the guitar book. I, I don't know how much you know about the guitar book, but a lot of it's just like he, the the guy who arranged it has no idea what a guitar 
place. <laughs> like, you had to finger it to the taps at some parts. I remember well, watching. I, yeah, I, had to, I literally, I had to like rewrite a certain, like a lot actually of the book be, just because it starts out like the intro, right? It starts <laughs> out with like three impossible voicings in a row. You know, like I, I can't do like third fret and ninth fret at the same yeah, time no. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, use your imagination, you can. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Gotta be a really big imagination. But what I was gonna say about the album regarding uh, like jazz and stuff is that since we were able to play live, we actually can improvise on this one. Fuck so yeah. there's there's a lot more of that on the album. Good. Like, um, yeah, I mean, it starts and ends with improvisation. Like which it, which is something neat for a band playing the style of music you guys play. Which I guess you could if you want to put it in the math rock umbrella. But I think your your band is something more to be like pigeonholed like that. But like. A lot of like bands that are like formulaic and like even though it's super technical, they're calculated. Like they never improvise. You know, yeah. everything is on a grid. Everything's too yep. click track sure. or like you know so. rush, for example. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I want to tell you my guitar center story. Um, I was at guitar center in the drum department, and uh, <laughs> the cashier was ringing the guy up in front of me, and he's, "What's your name, man?" And the guy was like, "Oh, my name's Neil." And the the cashier said. Dude, that's a sick name. Like, <laughs> like Neil Pert Damn from Rush. Right. Damn right. <laughs> Neil Pert, man. And, and you were like, yeah, related. It was fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God. It was just really fun. It was just like the most guitar center story I've ever had. They were filming the commercial. Yeah, yeah. right. The promo. Cameras right there. Yeah. Someone's playing like Guns N' Roses in the background or Enter Sandman and oh, shit. Oh, God. Exactly. <laughs> I play Sweet Child of Mine every damn day, man. Oh, yeah. At shows, he'll just break it <laughs> out. lick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on! What's your guitar tuned to? Ah, the question does of the it, year. Does it change? It's just a, it's just tuned like a guitar. Stand, oh, no shit. <laughs> Standard tuning. E to E A D G B E. Is it baritone? No, it's actually a contra guitar. Ah, basic. Yeah, so like, I get asked almost like probably every single show. Yeah, yeah. Which More is understandable because it's like not you really don't see a it. common you don't see thing, right? Because so it's like, two guitars, even the ones a contra and drums. Yeah, but, but I mean, it fills out all the lower end. Yeah, surprisingly, like it's I I like it because it's I'm I'm like a guitarist, like I'm not a bass yeah. player for starters, like so I think playing a four string great bass is like awesome because you do get that like groovy like low end. Yeah. But like I think like I like the, I like the bass the bass six more just because like. There's just more possibilities. Like I can do full chords on it. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and we do that all the time. Yeah, like and like I just like having that. Totally. To do. It, yeah. <laughs> it, it makes it different. Yeah. Too, like yeah, yeah definitely. So how how long did you guys record if it was all live? Like banging it out like relatively quick. Well, Robbie yeah. Robbie can bang out like 14 albums in a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's one take you wonder. The, yeah, he man. really he really is a machine, man. Yeah, you, you got college chops, dude. Like, yeah. yeah, when you guys become teachers, don't let your chops fall off. Let Never. me tell you right now, <laughs> it gets harder. It does. I'm yeah. trying to feel you now. I get you. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, when we were recording this, we were doing two songs a session. So there's eight songs on here right now. So. In the beginning, we I think we did three sessions with two songs each. Cool. So was, we got six done in like three sessions, and that then we right. and then we had to learn a few other like the last two or whatever. So then we recorded yeah. one and then the other. So yeah, it, it, it was like writing a, and recording at the same and, time. In the total, I yeah. think it was only four sessions for this album. Four yeah, or five something sessions. like that. It, it was real, all, no. yeah. and like it was always. Uh, I, I mean, I think the most takes we had on a song was like four yeah. or something, like, something like that. And that was like that's like unusual. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And all, like the last record, like it was so much different because he lit so like for example like he recorded that entire album in an, an entire day yeah. like 10 songs that was it for him yeah he God. like and he learned like i want to say maybe two of those songs like the night before oh yeah oh time like if if time, time is circular yeah that's like day of and it's crazy because like when we like listen to that song now it's like it sounds like it's like like fifty thousand seconds slower yeah right. everything on that album is so it. slow i don't know how to word that <laughs> yeah it's like it's it sounds like not real was that album tracked separately yeah, yeah. and okay. it just it just like i don't know it the vibe wasn't really captured on yeah. it like it should have been we've like know? always had weird blood about that album yeah yeah it happens plus it makes the process longer yeah. oh more, more time to dwell on shit that you don't necessarily need to dwell on right right and like, it, like there definitely is an energy to playing in the same room yeah. we were uh, i remember when we finally put out the album we kept saying like it was cursed because we could never release it you know it was, yeah <laughs> there's always someone holding up something and like you could never just get it out and we were like so over the music already you know yeah. what I, mean? I mean you're already writing for yeah this we were yeah, already writing for the new one. Like, yeah yeah i've been know. there 
Yeah, it sucks. Well, well, you, you, guys, you guys power through it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I think uh, the fact that you're all, like, actually musician. Like, I mean, not to say that someone in the band isn't a musician. Like, anyone can be a musician. But that we studied music. You all studied music, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, all, is, did you guys meet in Montclair? Like, at MSU? Max. Yep. Take it away. <laughs> I guess it's my turn. Um, well, so Pete and I actually met on the first day of oral skills class. You I know, it was Woo! theory. Was it theory? I thought it was oral skills. Maybe it was <laughs> say, oral. Well, could, say oral. Say oral, please, or, not oral. 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 A-U-R-A-L. Well, it was the first day. Well, oral skills and theory were back to back in MSU. So we were like outside, whichever one was first, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Don't leave the mic on. Fire. I wanted to get like the, the sounds on there. Um, so we were <laughs> getting sidetracked. So, so I was just like talking to people outside the classroom, and there was like I, I guess there was like a small group of people like around me or like that area, and I was just I looked around. And I said, "So uh, does anyone here know Math Rock? Like, did Math Rock guys?" And Pete was like, "Yo," and yeah. and we'd been best friends ever since. And like actually, the rest of those people just walked away. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those moments. Really, ugh, gross. But then Robbie actually. Uh, he lived on the same floor as me freshman year, and we and we taught. We met through like a mutual friend of ours who went to my high school, and it was his roommate, uh, Tony Mikadze. <laughs> I don't know if I'm lost in the name. Is that What up, Tony? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this Tony. One, yo, this one's for Tony. <laughs> but so we lived on the same floor, like two doors down or something, like yeah, like yeah. right next to each other. And we, I remember we met once or something. And he was like, "Yo, I heard you're trying to start like some kind of thing. Uh, you know, like I used to. I, I really into Prague and stuff." Hell yeah. And we were like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's try to get something together. And we <laughs> never spoke <laughs> freshman year. But then sophomore year, Robbie joined the music school. Yeah, because my first year at college, I was a business major. I was okay. accounting after, uh, I think like a two months into it. I was like, this is not for me. So then I joined the music program my sophomore year. Then I saw Max, and Max was like, he, I remember oh, him yeah. coming up to me, like, and he goes like, all right, so we're definitely jamming. You can't back out of this now. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and then that's how we wrote Snowball and, Tears. Yeah, we wrote yeah. yeah, we wrote a song in like a day. Or no, you guys showed it to me. Well, yeah, I mean, Pete, during that time, we were like really confused as to what we were trying to sound like. Yeah, Pete, I met Pete at a party. And but that party was in our dorm room. That was not in our dorm room. That was another dorm room. That was across oh, campus. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, all I remember, I see Pete, and he goes like, yo, you're a good drummer. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that oh, sounds cool, like me, right. man. A truly magical tale. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. And that's, that's us. Like yeah. That, that's the plan. That's how it happened. Hell yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, we wrote one song that we scrapped. I, I have like a recording of it somewhere. It's called like, I accidentally ate a snow capsule. Was it, that you two? I don't remember. What the no, fuck? You were, what's a snow capsule? I was there. We were like experimenting with like ideas. With I don't words. know. It was snow cap. Yeah. We thought of snow capsule and snowball tears. Uh, and we and then so we we went with yeah. Snowball Tears for the next song we wrote. Yeah, yeah. I was there for that song. Yeah, I have a recording of us playing. <laughs> I guess I got to show you. <laughs> I kind of want to hear it too. Actually. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. Weird. I want to hear it's, it. Yeah, yeah. It's primitive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's on two guitars. It's Pete's actually playing guitar in that video. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know where I was going <laughs> with that. Eventually, you were like, I, I want to play a lower guitar. We couldn't yeah, find a bassist. I, yeah, it was like I, I'm tired of waiting. We we were looking because at MSU there was no one in the jazz bass program that was like anywhere near interested in math rock. Sure. Yeah. Like they were either straight ahead like or not there. Band. Were you guys all jazz majors or? I, well, I was jazz performance, and these guys are at. Yeah, so we Did studied have... jazz as, as like our concentration. Oh, but cool. we like our primary focus was like the music the education. education. Sick the education I, side. So I like regret doing. Cl- I mean, I learned a lot doing classical education, but I wish I did jazz. You know, yeah. Like, I couldn't talk to anyone about like any music at all. Like nothing in common with anyone. <laughs> I, I did a presentation once on a Terramello song for like music and What's analysis. Tried and tell. Oh, okay. I, I, love I that analyzed song. like the last two minutes in the chord progression. Yeah, yeah. And like, I I was talking class like, yeah, they're a math rock band from uh, Sacramento or whatever. And then the teacher interrupted me like, um, can you explain what math rock is to the class? <laughs> uh, it's kind of odd time signatures, wacky stuff. Uh, yeah, how do you explain math rock? Well, I was lucky because the guy that went up right before me did Frank Zappa. Oh, so man. It's like, easy. It's kind of like that, but yeah, just yeah. like 30 years later. Yeah, it's like, modern. Yeah. Right? It's modern prog. That's how I always kind of go about it. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, it, I think math rock now picked up more like tinges of like emo yep. and punk oh, music yeah. mm-hmm. totally but there's still bands that are like super out and doing like super fucking jazzy mad yep. stuff Hell yeah too. yeah yeah but, uh, <laughs> you haven't explained that to a room full of 
people and they were like we were listening to trying to tell and they're like this is wild where do you see music like this <laughs> where do you see this <laughs> please come <laughs> we need you fans yeah. no one oh sees gosh. it no yeah um yeah it happened a lot in college i didn't really have anyone to talk like i, I went to william patterson and i was driving oh, cool. to new brunswick twice a week to play shows with the band i was in sure from around here yep. at that point yeah. in time so it, it's tough. It's cool that you guys were able to link up and like do that. Yeah, know? it kind of just happened, honestly. It was fate. It really, like, yeah, it just out of nowhere. And that was like four years ago. Yeah, four years. Four years. It took wow, like, yeah, I guess. And it was. Th that first year, like Max and I were just like writing or like oh, jamming yeah. in our dorm room, like There's on two so acoustic many, guitars, like just we have like so many like ideas that yeah. are just like on my phone that we never. Were you used. guys? Were you guys roommates? We didn't start as roommates. Max and I started as friends and then our sophomore and junior year we lived with each other yeah okay. and that's when we wrote a lot of i to me also mm -hmm. yeah yeah and we were practicing in the drum room which like because like the way montclair set up is like there's one drum room there's like a quad <laughs> and we were living in freeman hall and right across a quad a quad a quad <laughs> Right across the quad was the music building. So we would just literally just like grab our gear and just go across the quad, open the drum room window and just jam. Nice. Oh, yeah. Loud and as we you could. just hear us across the yeah, quad. Yeah, like people, people would like, like text us. us and be like, yo, I can hear you from like the dining hall. But, <laughs> but you know, we yeah. think only one time where we actually asked to like quiet down or stop playing, right. even though like we were like known we were, to we be were, like, so loud. We were like a rock band we in the jazz loud. house, you know? And yeah, you... and like right next door, there's like someone like tr having like a vocal lesson. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, part we of suck. going to college is exploiting as many facilities as you can, you know, just yeah. using them for your, your most interest. I mean, yep. where were we supposed to practice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we had one, there's one yeah. place where you could play drums in the school. So we're like that room, let's go. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and then you started playing shows. I'm assuming. Yeah, the first show we played was at a VFW. Dude, what? Really? We played. It was our our school uh, music therapy, music therapy organization. organization through like a fundraiser. Oh, they have a kind. good music therapy program. Yeah, yeah Montclair. Yeah. yeah, and um, we were playing with. I think we played with like a Paris. Oh yeah, you know yeah. them? Apparis. Apparis. I don't know how to say uh, that. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. Uh, um, and then I think we played like three songs, and I think one two of the covers. Was a cover. One, one was a cover. I yeah, two, two covers. No, we, we played. Time. We played Snowball, Always a Gentleman, and then we played uh, uh, Sad by Algernon Cadwallader. Yeah. yeah. I, thought, <laughs> I thought we did that Piglet cover at that time. That too. was uh, we did oh, that, that was the Meat Locker. On. That was later. Oh, that's on. awesome. Yeah, we cover. We didn't have a long enough set to play a full set, so we were like, okay, we gotta do covers, but no one wants to do covers. So it's like, let's do covers that no one does. So we did Piglet. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. great. We did Little Bubble, Where Are You Going? Hell yeah. Do you have to like transcribe it? Or you just kind of oh yeah, by ear. It? There's no like tabs that yeah. I found anyway. Yeah, yeah no, that, was, that, took, that took a few days. Yeah. I, I remember. That was the time when I was transcribing jazz solos constantly. So it was like easy. You had the muscle for it. Yeah. Because yeah. Yep. they're, they're kind of like out melodically as far as like, yeah. they're not like super diatonic all the time. No, you know, no, so. no, no, no. Fucking great though. And they tap. All the time. Yeah. So there's so many notes. Yeah. Dude, Pinklet's my shit. I love, like, um... Killer drummer. Oh, yeah, the drum... Do you know, like, all the stuff with Piglet? No, please tell so, me. So... We were out in Chicago. We were in Chicago. Yeah. That's, where, we, that's we, where they're from? Yeah. Yeah, we played... We met this guy, Dan Vasquez, who played in a band called Teen Cult. Okay. And we met them when monobody came and played they played in new brunswick and we played that show and we met we opened for them that yeah we like opened for them or something like that and like dan vasquez i think at the time when i was like trying to find a chicago date or like us and polyphony were like because that's like a hard date to book i think we were like kind of we didn't have a date booked yeah. and then like a week before i hit up dan vasquez and i was like hey is there any person that can like have us play because like i don't know who to hit up and then he was like oh yeah you can come to my spot and <laughs> was like, oh, yeah. it was called like the keep and we get there and it's literally like how many floors is it like four or five was, floors I think it was five floors but it was like a huge loft like almost eight people living there or something yeah, i thought it was 12 it was a, it was it was a, a lot of people number. living there but we like got there and like literally he had like a venue like in his with like a bar and it everything was, it was just like a floor oh, that's fucking sick. and it was just it was like, crazy a venue, and like we literally showed up like what and then um we were just like chilling with him and then he started talking about like the drummer and piglet yeah because they like, were friends them or something, i mean like, i don't know if right? he was friends with the drummer particularly but he knew piglet because they were on the scene yeah. yeah and <laughs> He and we brought up Piglet and and he was like, oh yeah, I know them. And we we're like, oh my god, you know them. And he was like, yeah, yeah, but they're fuck, they're a drummer, man. And we were like, what? 
<laughs> like, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, because I mean, if you know Piglet, their drummers look insane, right? Yeah. And so the the, the so what happened, as far as I can remember, was that there was uh, a young woman who uh, was was having an unwanted baby, right? And so she was raising like a GoFundMe or something along those lines for an abortion. Yeah. And the drummer took it upon himself, what an upstanding fellow, to just like berate her on the internet and like said all these horrible things about her, like you know like i won't repeat here yeah yeah but just uh, not tasteful and obviously. you know of course chicago the scene that it is erupted and they were thrown off the label and like uh, oh wow yeah like yeah. they, they yeah. completely lost all their cred yeah like yeah. no one wanted to touch them anymore oh i never knew that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like i mean it, it, was a, it was a bummer yeah the, find out honestly the big joke like, was like damn. god he's like that drummer he sucks Good drummer though. Guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can really hit those skins, man. That's yeah. hard, man. That's a that's a challenge of the internet. Like, yeah. Say, yeah. I mean, that's probably he should have had the common sense to not voice that opinion and like kind of yeah, know definitely. like, you know, this crowd of people probably aren't going to be happy with what I have to say. You're not going to convince everyone. Like, yeah, you know what? He's right. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, yeah, Jesus, screw her. Jesus Whatever. loves that baby. Like, come on. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he was drunk or something too. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Still, is that why they broke up? I yeah, mean, that's, I think that's, that's the reason. That's literally, I think, why they just allegedly. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, say allegedly. I mean, like, I'm as far as we heard, they got thrown off the label, and I think they just must have released some like live EPs and then just broke up. Like, oh fuck! Yeah, wow. Bummer. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a bummer, but like that the art's gone. But you know, at least like the music scene is free of one more dick, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, be careful what you say out there. Yeah. You know? Respect people. Yeah. yeah, that that's the most important thing. I'm <laughs> all for people. Dick. I'm all for people speaking their mind, but if you're gonna berate someone, yeah, you know, you gotta draw a line somewhere. Yeah. I'm waiting for the day. I'm waiting for my downfall. Slip up, make a typo. <laughs> that's it. everyone, yeah. right? Exiled from the scene. Well, what is yeah. it? you said? Podcast 25. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> oh man. So, what's your favorite sandwich? Yeah, we're asking you the questions now. What's uh, up? Flip, flip it on me. Yeah, 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 I'm like a straightforward guy. I can't eat anything <laughs> fun. My stomach is awful. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, turkey sandwich. Hell yeah. Do you throw mayo on that? Veganaise, but okay. yeah. Okay. I have veganaise in my fridge. Do you throw yeah, some shit. type of dairy on that? No, I can't eat dairy, dude. Okay. What about lettuce or spinach? So, I had... 18 inches of my intestines cut out. I can't eat like anything. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah. I'm so yeah, sorry. Look at these pi- it's, all, it's all good. But look at these pictures. This is my colon. Oh, wow. you, you just have Jeez. it up there. It's from a colonoscopy from like three years now. ago. Holy oh, crap. I know. God. Yeah. I have Crohn's disease. It's co- it's come up on like other podcasts. So I don't want to talk about it too much just in case there's a continuous listener. But You're boring. Yeah. <laughs> we heard this shit Skip. already. Skip. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i had a really bad when i was a kid and i was like a shithead kid so i ignored it and it just got worse and you then, know johnny right yeah johnny yeah. b, johnny b. Yeah, johnny Bros, dude, dude I, i'm trying to have him come on we'll just dude talk he has about, to call i was talking about that in a he's coming to the show oh sick he's i'm so excited i love him yeah. so much show. maybe i'll try to do a podcast with him you- you have if to. you live in New Jersey, you really need to make a point to, to see the plan in you, but also Johnny Bentonimo. <laughs> Agreed. Uncle Johnny. <laughs> fucking acoustic crazy. Acoustic death. <laughs> acoustic death. Yeah, yeah. He gave it, on my birthday, he handed me like this CD with like a piece of tape, like paper, like taped to it. just said acoustic death. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a house party that he played and he just unannounced, he was in a bedroom and he just came out in the middle of the hallway and started playing. And everyone was in the living room and just had to come like crowd around. And like he does his thing, he sings like half like a demon or whatever. He yeah. had like pantyhose over his head. It was <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah. He told me one time he put a bunch of diarrhea in a Gatorade bottle and put a stick of like an M80 in it, like a firecracker or oh something. Oh god, are you kidding? Yeah. We were sharing like Crohn's stories because there's, when I when I was like 20, I had like, I had a shit bag too for like six months, an ostomy bag. Sure. So, we went to the the grease trucks in New Brunswick, Rucker oh Staple, ate fat sandwiches. My the shit bag filled up with. I, there's a video online too. I can show you after. But I take my shit bag and I throw all the shit at a sorority house. Oh my! Like, <laughs> you have it on video. <laughs> I twist my hips, dude. And I, like I squeeze the bag and it just launches. Oh my god! We had to do it twice because the first time my friend was laughing too much. <laughs> and like, we went to two different houses, but because the, the first time we didn't get a good angle, so well, we went back. Sorry. And um, we drove to the house the next day, and there was a bucket of bleach. 
outside in like a scrubber and like still just shit like caked on the oh door. Oh my god. It's like awful. It's really bad. Like, dear lord. I think enough time has passed where I can't get him rusted because I was, it was like eight years ago. I mean, so. man to man, oh that's badass as hell. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Daniel Tosh, if you're listening, please. Uh, Daniel Tosh, <laughs> your show. Take the video. Does that shit still exist? I think. I think. Does he have a new he, show? He hit the sweet spot. Really? Or maybe. This, uh, maybe it's the same one. I don't know. He's I, kind of a dick, right? I hated him for a very long time, and then I was like, you know what? He's probably fine. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Just he said caring. he said some unsavory things too, and like he yeah, seems he's, like he's rude. No one yeah. is safe. He's a rude guy. Yeah, he has some great jokes though. No hard comedian. Killer yeah. fashion though. Wasn't that his thing? He always like would change the fashion for like every season. It'd no, be like he, he, cardigan well, season, and yeah, then he would always wear a cardigan. But he every... said some funny, yo. Know, like if you listen to his show, like his stand up stuff, it's some funny stuff, and it's so like plain I humor. Into it. I yeah. heard that. Before. I mean, he's a successful comedian. He is. Like, sure. Yeah. Something about him is like kind of douchey, but that's, <laughs> that's like I mean, I feel like that's the character, thing, right? That's yeah. the character. That's the character. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Know, but he's so straight to the point. Like he doesn't like sugarcoat anything. Like, it's just so, like, boom, there's your joke. And it's just like, what? Next. You ever listen to Stephen Wright? Stephen Wright. Yeah. Yes. He's <laughs> so good. His delivery is great, too. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. What is it? Uh, I, I played poker with tarot cards. I got a full house and five people died. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, my God. He, yeah, he's great with, like, the one-liners and stuff. If you, if you haven't checked out Stephen Wright, Spotify, go look it up. He's yeah. got two albums on there. Choo, They're choo. amazing. Did, oh, yeah. you, did you guys ever, like, because I know you do, like, those the Scarlet Pop shows, which are usually sick. That Carol oh, yeah. On. They're did, so fun. Did you ever do one where, like, there was a stand-up comic that uh, No, but I wish. I see that they do that, and I would really. I have never. I don't think I've ever seen a live stand-up comic. I, I haven't seen really? one with the Scarlet Pub yeah. for sure. Yo, go to go to a comedy show. You'll have a nice where I, good time. I'm, where I grew up, like that's drinks. like not a thing. Get some drinks. Yeah. We get some drinks at the comedy. There's spot. there's a club down Sounds the street, cool. the Stress Factory. I know that dude in really? Full House yeah. pl- did something in Bob Brunswick. Saget? Nah, not him. The, the Joey Gladstone <laughs> Joey, guy. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. cut it out guy. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the Will Smith of comedy. What? Because <laughs> he keeps his jokes really clean, dude. Like Hell Will yeah. Smith keeps his raps oh, clean. Oh, totally. Do yeah. homework and stay in school. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was here. Yeah, the Stress Factory. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. Uh, but let's let's talk about your band more, oh, so we cool. don't just talk about Joey from Full House. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the new album? The Planet <laughs> You. The Planet You. It's self titled. Yeah. You know, and self released. And self released. Yeah. Hey, yeah. respect. True. It's put some respect on that. That's uh, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it, it really it feels good though. It Dude. really feels good. Yeah. Like I, you know, like placing the CD orders, like you know, talking to the artists and everything, like ourselves. Like we know we should. Like, talk we're about the ones that. that did this album. Like we should talk about. What the are we art. talking that's, about? That's why we're self titling it. By the way, is because it, you guys. It feels like us. Like it feels like we're finally releasing something that like we really can stand with because like the last record like just because like releasing just it was such a struggle were, like, awful and the, the mixes were not as good as they like we wanted them to be and then like just just that whole process other is really things. frustrating yeah, other you know right. so like the more hands that are in it too it's just yeah like i think wide, we really you know? took our time didn't rush it made sure we had time to like jam on them live change yeah. it around and like really like did not rush anything that's like the key absolutely keep, yeah. keep that patience you know when, when labels get involved too, you have timelines and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're I spending their money. Pressure. It's mm-hmm. their investment. All of a sudden, it's like, sure. Leave me alone. Stop. Yeah, you know? that's how I feel at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were talking before the podcast, and I was telling you how awful I am at doing press <laughs> for a choke artist or anything because I don't like. I don't know. I, it just seems like bullshit to me, but there is <laughs> there is merit to it. Yeah, and you guys, you guys are finding people that do streams for your album, maybe. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I was talking about that earlier. <laughs> yeah, but like that's what I mean. Like without a label and stuff. Like since we're in, we're really in charge of it ourselves. Like stuff like that kind of falls through the cracks. Like I mean, I mean, I guess Pete thought about it. I didn't think about it. What labels? No, like, like premiering, like exclusive pre- premieres yeah, and like, like reviews. It's, and stuff. it's honestly just because like I I am kind of a workaholic with like everything. So like I like to like to me like sending emails and like contacting people is like a hobby kind of sure just to like do something and like it it helps if it benefits it like can help you know the band like why not you know yeah i mean i'm happy he does it yeah <laughs> yeah so- someone Thanks, should dude. yeah <laughs> i mean doing this even like hopefully some people listening will check your band out we'll put we can put a song in the podcast at the beginning yeah, yeah. i cool. mean i'm done for that yeah why not? you guys are yeah yeah sure cool, cool. we'll throw one on there all, all right room 
Choke artist gets the exclusive. After all, we choked. No emails. No emails. Yeah, just come over and ask. You know, actually, I wanted to say something about choke artist. You, you were saying how like. I guess you're kind of like whatever about it, like in I'm a way. Just shitty. I don't know. I'm too busy like doing mail order. But you know, like... I feel like there's such a respect like for choke artists. Like we see it like everywhere we go. We were on tour with Polyphony. We, we saw it in Ohio. We saw, we saw it in Michigan. We, we saw, saw everywhere. So many stickers, man. Really? Yeah. yeah. On the street. So was, like, many. Not even in like venues on the street. And I was like, what? It was yeah. like create culture. Create. Yeah, culture. create culture. Robbie yeah. had the hat. Like we were we were in it. Yeah, I, I love awesome. it. Yeah. Hell yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Whenever I'm on tour, I try to sticker up as much of every city as I can. But I'm I'm trying to make a point to do that more in New Jersey too. It's like guerrilla promoting, like you know. Put sure. by the way, we have somewhere. a brand new, beautiful prints. We just got stickers. TPY stickers galore. We never had stickers. So yeah, this but it's, exciting. it's it's in Max's cars. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get one for I you. Sl- I would slap one up right here. Yeah. Well, we'll get one for you after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yes. So got, what were we talking about? Um, do do the <laughs> things yourself, because so you did. You went through graphic designers for this album. <laughs> oh, so we're gonna <laughs> shut it. I, this is this is a whole thing. I haven't Ooh. seen the album. No, album art's online. I have it seen is it. online. So yeah, I saw it. it's like a it's a guy facing away and like there's colors coming out of his head. Yeah. Stuff. It's so I, I've heard the album. It's cool. But thank you. Anyway, thank you very much. We'll let the listeners decide. Yeah. We we not we. It was definitely me that was like guys. We're gonna draw our own album cover together. Yeah, and I went and, and I like so I, against I, it. <laughs> I I paint a lot and I do like canvas stuff, like cool. with like pastels and stuff. So I went to whatever store. It was like AC Moore, and I got like a canvas and I got some paint and everything. And and they came over and we just like tried to make something on this canvas and like we didn't like it. <laughs> you guys have any art experience? Max no. And <laughs> oh, no, so so I was approach I was approaching art from a mathematical standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Cause the only thing I really know, right? So I like I drew like patterns using uh, like different base sets and stuff, but I don't have to get into that. The p- the point is that it didn't really work out. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> yeah, looks no, like a hot no. mess. And uh, then and then we tried to do it again, and we were like, yeah, we got it this time. We know because like the first one we made, we were like, all right, this is like. The rough draft or whatever we have it like was a, raw. It had like a feel to it. Yeah, there was, was a feel, cool. but it, it. I guess it was kind of like it was. So it messy. didn't make. Yeah, it was messy, and both of the paintings didn't really make sense with like the album itself. Oh, not at all. Sure. So like now I just bring them to shows and I just like put them up on his like kit or whatever, just to like. So the artwork that we actually ended up using. Yeah, the paintings. Yeah. I don't know if we were like gonna keep it a secret, like how we found the artwork or not, but pretty no, much. Fuck it. Pretty much our, our good friend Carlin Morris, uh, way back when we first started this band and played in Connecticut for the first time, he, uh, uncommissioned, he he put up this doodle on Instagram and and Pete and I, like, we were freaking out about it because we loved it so much. We wanted to use it as the album artwork for our first album. Yeah. Even our first EP, I think. Yeah, but, like, we, for some reason or other, we didn't. And so we were, like, we were sitting there with these two paintings that we didn't like at all. <laughs> and and we're looking, and I'm just like, I don't know who, who said it, but someone was just like... Why don't we just use that old? I think that I old, did. Maybe it was. I, I'll give you the credit. It was Pete. Pete says, <laughs> "Why don't we just use that old thing that Carlin made?" Because I us. remember going on on his Instagram because I was gonna ask him if he could like make like posters for the show or something or like a T-shirt design or something because I just like his work a lot. Yeah. Um. And my my old friend from high school did the last record and like that came out really nice, but I wanted something a little different. So sure. like, um, I hit him up, and. On the on Instagram, the the image was like a cream color, yeah, and there wasn't like any black or any of the blues. It's almost grayscale. It's only like two or three colors. Yeah, and then he was like, and I asked him about it. He was like, oh yeah, totally. Like, let me send you like the original yeah, like, the, version the of it. And it was like enhanced version. It was like what the cover is now. Yeah, which was like beautiful. totally different and like exactly thing. like what like I would want it to be. I think. It, yeah, it, and it came was out just, so it was nice, perfect, and like really nice, and it worked so well. Like with because it was like. It, it was so raw. It was created like we didn't even commission it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it was already existed, It just felt right. To that's use good it. when it like conceptualizes the music. You know? Like, and that's like also why it really feels like our first like legit release. I think just because it's like you know all it's of our us. homies. Yeah, hell helping yeah. us out. That's what it's about. You yeah, know? you finding your voice and just projecting it, like making everything yeah. go hand in hand. When when you're doing shit DIY, it's like it's easier in some ways. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it sucks in some ways, but it's like you put your time and work. I mean, you rec- you recorded it, right? Like, or yeah. you were a part of it. But that's fucking sick. You know, I can't wait for it to come out. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I'm sure you guys <laughs> are looking forward to it more than me because you it's put kind of crazy. So exciting. <laughs> it's kind of crazy that like we. 
are actually putting it out like when we want to you know yeah yeah we yeah. decided the release date oh yeah. my god it's what a trip this album has been dude. yeah <laughs> what were some uh the delays last time was it just like finding a what release it, date that worked it was it was we we recorded the drums and then it took a lot of time recording bass and guitar separately you tracked, mm-hmm. yeah. and then it took the person that was doing it just took a really long time mixing it and didn't really like we pay like, a lot of attention to like I don't want to badmouth him or anything. No, we were like but, we were trying to be like really back and forth about the whole thing and like be involved, but he was really busy and like he picked us up in like a really transitional period of his life. Sure. And so we kind of got like I mean I, I hate to say it, but we kind of got thrown by the wayside for a little while. Yeah. But then like even after the album was done, like we could like we were trying to get it mastered differently, and there was a whole issue with that. Yeah. And then there was. Uh, you know, so, someone was like, no, you got, you know, we, let me help you release it and let's do it, you know, however many weeks in advance. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so we had to push it back even further. And then that uh, we like had a version of it mastered and we were like, because uh, the, the main problem, I think, with the mixes is like every song had a different like style in terms of as how far it was as mixed. Being coherent. Like, we yeah, like we they, the songs themselves were written, I think, well, I think. The recordings, you could say like, oh, that one definitely has more bass in it. That one has like no bass. That okay. one, the vo- you know what I mean? Like it was yeah. mixed inconsistent. on in, inconsistently. Yeah. And I think that like for me, like that's like a headache. Like I hate that. Just cause... Well, because especially you guys don't have a lot of like smoke and mirrors as far as your band. Like there's crazy shit going on, but it's three. It's a three piece. Yeah, band. like there's yeah. there's not a lot of effects to cover it up. It's just like right. us. And that's why this new record, like playing it live, like it, it really like... To me, like it sounds like we're playing in the room, like with it just you. feels. And that's right. like the way I want. I think we all, yeah, wanted it to be. Did you be. play to a click track? No. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck click tracks. Fuck um, <laughs> <we, laughs> uh, click tracks. Yeah, uh, we just basically just kind of went off film. Well, a lot of thing was that there was a lot of time changes, like with the yeah, lot tempo of songs. changes too. So, yeah, excuse me, yeah, tempo changes and. With a lot of it, it was just so sporadic how it went. Like, we'll be playing at yeah. one tempo. Then out of nowhere, we had to speed up at this one point sure. to get to our next tempo. Yeah. So With a click track. And if it's not mapped out perfectly, it's going to sound and real even jagged. Even when it exactly. is mapped out perfectly, it's, it's like hard. It's, it's actually very yeah. raw. Like, like if you think about it without all the mastering and the mixing, it, it's just a very raw, like, just us just playing. Yeah. And so like, that's basically how we just plan plan we even, just, we we're just gonna go out and just play it and let's just see what happens yeah yeah we even like left in like some mistakes oh yeah know? yeah just like Absolutely. oh yeah you yeah you know hopefully you make it work. sound human yeah that's how i was with the new the new invalids ep because yeah. like uh invalids up to this point was all computerized drums yeah i think you can hear the difference on the new ep with like the full band thanks yeah yeah so i was like nervous when i tracked because there's mistakes on the ep but you're I'm not like, a robot i was like yo is this cool like i don't want people to be like i like the better with the yeah yeah drum. oh okay <laughs> it's not the yeah. same yeah so i was afraid of that but he was like I, I mean i want it to sound like it's a human playing the drums, yeah yeah i mean that's, that's so. like and it does yeah it does. it's definitely so good work being human <laughs> yeah yo someone comment because i've been like hitting refresh and because we just put the EPL out yesterday or whatever. I've been like hitting refresh on like sure. comments because I want to waste my time and not be productive. <laughs> and someone commented, the drums sound like they're a machine, sad face. And I was like, wait, but it's Where not. Where have you been? Yeah. There's no editing. There's no... Com- we didn't do shit. There's no... Yeah, I figured, I took it as a compliment. Like, thanks for th- yeah. thinking I was really consistent. But like, yeah, we, dude, there is nothing <laughs> done to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe... That's killer though. Maybe one symbol hit was like pushed, but I don't even think they did that. Yeah. I think we were they told me they would do that to make me feel better. Cause like I was <laughs> tracking and I like you know, you get you learn the song, you yep. spend so much time learning shit, and then like when it's off yep. a little, you're mm-hmm. like, fuck. Oh yeah. You know, and it's oh, just yeah. and you hear it every time. Yeah, right? you'll hear it every time. Another thing that yeah. messes like that really messes with you is that when you record, you mess up more. Because yeah. it's just like this is the final like the this, pressure's like, on. It's going like, you know, whatever you're putting yeah. down, that's what's going out. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's hard to like get step outside of your Mm-hmm. fucking body Definitely. and like n- not be in your head scary yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah it's tricky I- i'll psych myself out a lot with recording and shit yeah. it's a different yeah. type of performance anxiety yeah it's like th- there's no crowd but like it's being recorded because <laughs> i'll be thinking about a mistake i made five bars ago and then i'll yeah. totally yeah, bo- exactly bosh yeah, something yeah, 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 yeah. All, it's like all the time in your head, you know <laughs> that happens to me anyway tricks i was doing like when, when i was recording i was like just hitting myself in the leg and like slapping my face just to like put me back in my body and shit like because i was i get too much in here yeah and it's like it's yep, over yep, you yep. know so i mean the cool thing about at least doing it live is like 
you can just, it feels like you're a band just playing yeah you know? yeah it just yeah definitely i mean I just just the gang it was like a out. good time like we just had oh, a good it was time so doing fun. it we, we got, were like we could like turn the lights down yeah like it, it felt studios ours you know yeah it felt fun it was good yeah and I, I said <laughs> it before but i really think it's worth mentioning again like we actually had room to improvise on this album which is like really important to us as a band yeah because that speaks to what your band is you know yeah. i've every show i've seen from you guys was crazy energy and was different every time Thank you. As far as like just throwing shit in there. Yeah. Who, who's standing on what? Who's yeah. running around? <laughs> He's laying on the floor. Uh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good stuff. Was it like a conscious decision to be like, we need to put on a fucking crazy show? Or Wait, who's like, I, I don't day think. Day one. The it music like, kind of speaks to it I being think nuts. We all just like. It just happened. Really love bands that do that. Like I, oh, yeah. I, I literally have watched at the drive-in, Big Day Out, 2001, mm. three song set, maybe. A million times. That's awesome. Literally so every day. There was a period for like two years. Every day I was watching that video because I couldn't get over it. It was yeah. so inspiring for me. I don't know why. Like I've you taken, showed me that. I've taken moves from that video. Hundred <laughs> percent, dude. It's like a dance training video. It's, yeah. it's crazy. And I, I mean, like, it kind of we've we have this thing before shows, right? Yeah. Where we always we have to go Dillinger, you, you know, because Dillinger yeah. skate plan. They're known saying. for going crazy. Like, so it's always I'm we're like, gonna go Dillinger tonight, guys. With me, I grew up listening to a lot of punk, and I used to watch all like the hardcore punks back in the '80s, and I used to just like fantasize about doing that type of stuff, or jumping in the crowd and having a crowd on stage which, with you. So if you went to like our earlier shows, like we at the Meat Locker, we used to put our uh, stuff Play on the, the floor, floor that's and tell the people way to, to circle around yeah, us, that's fucking so sick. people could yeah. be in with us. Yeah, and. I think that just because of that, I don't know, me personally, I just love just jumping in with the people. Like, mm -hmm. I want the people to feel like they're part of the experience. Yeah, because they are. Yeah. yeah. They totally are. It's It wouldn't be the same, you know, yeah. it's it never is the same, like, with this. And, like, with the I, don't, I don't want, like, have you ever seen, like, This Town Needs Guns live? Yeah. So, like, I've seen them twice, and, like, I love them, they're and I love band. their music, but, like, when I see them live, like, they, they just play it, like, super straight, like, exactly how the yeah. record goes. They stand right they there. They play, they play it. All right, song's over. We're gonna tune. All right, next song. You know what I mean? And like, I guess like for me, like it, it kind of like makes me lose my attention just sure. because like I'm just like okay, like I know how the songs go on the record. The, yeah, the record. They're playing right? exactly how it goes on the they're record. Wor they're worried about being proficient. In yeah, I'm I'm paying to see you go fucking nuts. Yeah, put, put, on put on a show. Exactly. Give me give me something that I can like remember specifically in that moment of time. Like, whoa, that guitar is totally like fell off the stage and it was awesome. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. It's just more. It's just more entertaining. Yeah. I think. I, their music is more mellow now too. That's also. I've true. never seen them with the original singer actually. I wish. Yeah, I, I think wish. We're not the same band without the original singer. Well, yeah. We've talked about that like on many occasions. I, yeah. Like, the music is still good, but like it's not the same. It's, it's not different. The same. Different yeah. band almost. It's not really like emo anymore. No. It's, it's like doesn't have the same kind of energy. It's way more like laid back. Yeah. Yeah. My biggest gripe with math rock now is that it's too tame. And it's oh, becoming yeah. like nerdy. It's a, I mean, <laughs> I like, mean, being a nerd is cool, but like, I don't know. I just want to fucking have thrashy, energetic, yeah. like, aggressive music. Like, I, you know? I feel like that now there is a a template of what you're supposed to sound like as a Dude, math rock band. How many bands have you heard do a fragmented riff? And I'm in bands that do it too, but like, <laughs> like you, you take you take four notes, like you, it's an unfinished melodic phrase. Yeah, yeah. You fragment these, play it twice, and now it's in five eight. Yep. There you go. Change the chord pattern, do the same thing. It's just yep. like it's, that's math. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Slap a label on it. Yeah, it's like. It's, and you guys are all theory guys too, so we, I can talk about how it's all an open tuning in one giant four chord. Oh, yeah. actually, <laughs> so something about our music that I always make like a serious point is that I I never go out of standard tuning. You know, every song that we've ever written, I've written in standard tuning. Um, saves time. It saves <laughs> energy. Saves time. Saves energy. Man. Most at live shows, like when I was back, like you know, listening to all these crazy bands on the scene, was that between songs you just have to bullshit for like five minutes oh, while the guitarist tune yeah and it's like no one wants that you no feel one wants that in angles does it i feel the energy leave the room that's yeah and he our our guitarist could just tune his guitar he has two guitars he could tune it beforehand he just does it <laughs> i feel the energy being sucked out of room it sucks you know you're putting on a show like we were saying yeah yeah, yeah. you like yeah. connect yeah. with the audience i you know we always try to put on like loops and shit between songs while i'm tuning you know yeah. like something to keep it going yeah totally yeah we just that's the main thing is just like don't give the audience a chance to become to think know, about anything else. To, yeah, just like the show. 
I'm we take them, we pull them in, and we keep them there until we're done. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. That's, exactly. We call that's the kinda, shots. Yeah, it's, yeah. I remember uh, <laughs> this band that will remain unnamed. Uh, they were playing this show, and people were like, talking during one of their songs, and they like stopped the song, and they were like, "Guys, like listen to the song or something," you know, like I. I never want to do that. So, like, we just play music that commands attention. Yeah. You know, like, we never have to say, you know, s- stop talking. Like, I mean, everyone's, like, for people staring. To talk. <laughs> like, yeah. Was it a louder band or? Uh, not really. We can talk, we can talk off the pod, too. Yeah, off mean, the pod I podcast. I have no idea. Just <laughs> listen, we're going to have to talk hours, about the wrap-up yeah. show. Yeah, yeah the wrap-up. Right. Right. All the shit mentioned afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, um, yeah. You uh, got to command, you got to command their attention. It's like if, if as educators, if we were like, oh, they're not, they're not good. They're talking today. Engagement. Dude, the best classroom engagement. management is engage, engaging yes. teaching, you know, like. Having an exciting lesson that everyone's fucking on board with. Yeah. yeah. You know Don't get I mean? me wrong. There's still days where I'm like, guys, stop talking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Not on stage, I hope. No. <laughs> Please Never. stop talking. <laughs> Please <Yeah>. like us. <laughs> Please add us on everything. Right, right. I'm, I'm over that shit, too. I don't know. I'm just getting old. I just don't care about anything. Make music that you like and put it out. That and is then, it. Mm-hmm. And well, so that's what, uh, hopefully like everything else like. falls into place, you know? Yeah. And try yeah. to make something fun and new. Yeah, you know, always push boundaries. Ch- challenge yourself, challenge your audience. You know, I mean, you you guys do that. You're not, you know, <laughs> your music. It just I, the way you do. You write all in the same room. No. Okay. Yeah, so, our writing process is very it's, interesting. It's it's kind of like Max will write a, it, it's either a skeleton like, of a song. Yeah. I'll write a skeleton of a song, and then we'll get together, work out harmonies beforehand, and uh, then when we bring it to Robbie, that's when and then and, like changes form yeah it changes form completely and like the feel like because we'll max and i'll write and we'll be like oh yeah that's the feel for the section mm-hmm. bring in robbie and it's completely different and we're like uh, yes, yes. <laughs> that's it <laughs> exactly I, yeah. I still remember like snowball tears the, the first time we showed him snowball tears like there's that section where we cut to seven is doom pick a dick a dick a dick a day now do right and like so we were thinking like some crazy beat is gonna go and robbie like there's this like chill as fuck like hip-hop like seven thing and it's like so good <laughs> and, like, i've always just felt that the groove feels better than it just going crazy i don't like going too much like choppy yeah i think that in the world right now everyone just cares about chops but like groove is uh, i agree yeah it's more effective you you want the song to have a good feel you don't want to showcase what you practice for eight hours also if you if like to me when you display that groove i've noticed that when i play a groove on top of a crazy rhythm like that people automatically like their eyes open up more like what the hell was that like whoa and they start moving more like yeah because they could feel it and they're hearing the melody it's cool like when there's definitely people in the audience that like aren't you know super into like playing music they just like right listening and stuff but like it's really cool like when we're playing like a groove that's like maybe in like seven or five and people can latch onto that just naturally because like that's i think that's awesome like when yeah, they can it's really the robbie effect with that it should be accessible yeah you know right? i think you shouldn't be it should never be look what we can play yeah yeah, yeah. never i remember i wrote uh when i wrote por que no los dos this is the single off of our new album uh robbie and pete kept telling me that it's like a pop song and i was like taking it really offensively but they were trying to tell me it like like it's a compliment like it's accessible like it's cool and it's interesting but it's still accessible yeah, yeah. um yeah but I, I think that's part of the challenge now is like writing the style of music that the bands we play and write, but still have it be accessible. And if you can pull that off, like it's, it's gold, you know, like, yeah, yeah. sometimes really that's good. the hardest part, finding that middle ground, you know, well, yeah. we used to get so upset back when we started, because when we started, that's when Chan started getting big. Sure. And, P- and we were like, listen to Terramelos and the Piglet and et cetera, like et untitled. And we were like trying to go towards that sound and people would listen to us and they go, Oh my God, you guys sound like Chan. And we're like, no, yeah. <laughs> don't no, no, no. Why are you I'm saying not, that? Yeah. Like, can you not say that? <laughs> yeah, that's all they know. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like now, like that's like you know, that's the poppy mathy stuff. Yeah, it's like the yeah. the big math band. Yeah, like everyone it's knows Super Chan Bros. You know, yeah, like wasn't it all just like pocket four four with like a, a with group. like crazy like rhythms and like let's well, just crazy harmonies. licks and stuff. Yeah. It's a bunch of seventh chords. They're but they're like, nuts though. No, they're fucking great. Everyone agrees. No, I know. I'm just saying. Like it's like me. Like I'm like I can just literally see their fingers moving crazily in my mind yeah yeah and they're having such a good time while playing like if you see any live video they're like cheesing it it also <laughs> changed how a lot of people played guitar yeah like, de- sure. a lot of people and all of those facebook groups like the math whatever <laughs> i don't know what they are those groups a lot of them they all post videos of them just showing their riffage mm-hmm. 
and it's just like Chon, you yeah, know, like. Just, but it has like that but it's cool because sound to it. Though. It's, it's like, cool because it's. I feel like it's that kind of music is is setting a, a standard for not math rock, but like guitarists. Sure. Because they're like crazy clean when they play yeah. and it's like yeah, yeah like Technique if you're gonna raise the musicianship like do it like, and it brings more people in too why you know yeah, why not man more the merrier yeah totally that's why like you need like successful bands that like have something they're doing that works you yeah know? to pave the way yeah you know, for for people like us. it opens up more lanes for bands <laughs> like ours. totally does yeah yeah i haven't seen channel in a while but they were they were good last time i saw them killer yeah, that I haven't. Li- I didn't listen to their new album. I was like a bigger fan when it was more aggressive, like I was saying, like the older yeah, stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. But yeah. the new shit is also good. It's all good. What is that about bands that like they start out like crazy aggressive and like really experimental? I feel, and then like most bands kind of go into like the, like minus the bear is a perfect example. If if you listen to them, like yeah, if you oh, heard the oh, first I album, only listen to highly refined. Yeah, highly refined parts. <laughs> 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 crazy <laughs> album, like polyrhythms so everywhere. Good. It's like yeah. awesome rhythms. It's like really experimental, catchy and, songs. Yeah, and it's catchy like too. Songs, yeah, but but then like you listen to like Infinity Overhead or like their new stuff, like Omni or something, Omni, and it's yeah. it's all like pop songs. Same with like, Maps and Alice's too. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they turn into like alternative indie. Yeah, they're like a folk but band. The, the thing is, is like that first album, like Trees, Swallows, and Houses, oh, yeah. is like a really great album. I but like I, I think my favorite album is is um, Me, You, and the Mountain. You, Me, and the Mountain. Yeah, because it's like they like totally did blend. something different. Like they did like folk and like math, and it was still mathy. It was like prog, and it was like catchy as heck. And like, I, yeah. I love that album. I love that band. They figured yeah. out a way to be their own band too. Like I met him. Way. I met Dave Davison. Really. Yes, I saw them live at the Stano Palace. <laughs> yes, <laughs> super thrilled. <laughs> yes, yes. Been waiting to say this all damn week. Anyway, um, no. So I, when did you see them at Stano Palace? I saw them like I want to say maybe two, three years ago. Okay. They they were they their second guitarist wasn't in the band at that point. Yeah, like, he like that was left. when they stopped being a math band. Right? Yeah, and I saw them, and I was like front row, and I saw like the drummer was like a foot away from me, and I just like remember yeah. just being like, what I would give to see this band play like when they were on tour with Foles, like in the early days, because yeah. like they would have. I, that would have changed my perspective. Well, actually, of music. Oh, well, I, I yeah, saw Maps and Houses when they were a math band, when they were touring with RX Bandits. Hell yeah. Which dude. I'm wearing right now. I'm wearing <laughs> yeah. the shirt, repping them. Great band. And that was insane. It's so I'm, hard for me to relate because they like love the math rock. I'm really into like the hip hop. Yeah. I like hip hop too. Like, 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 the chills. I like hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you guys talk about it. I'm just like, oh, God, I don't know. I just get excited. My <laughs> most my most listened to music last year was Lo Fi, Chill Beats to Study and Relax. Yeah, of course. That's all I listened to. But then uh, it all started sounding the same, you know. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, it's yeah. a vibe. Jazz sample, put a lo-fi filter on it. Boom, bap, drums. Boom, you got I mean, it. That's just all Dilla right there, man. Th- yeah, that's a lot of people. A lot of people ripping it now. Yeah. I'm really into like MF Doom. MF Doom's the man. Yeah, I love MF He's Doom. So MF Doom's like one of my favorite artists, oh, and um, I just love MF Doom and like Mad Villain. I so. just saw yeah. Mortal Technique this weekend, which Hell was yeah. insane. Where was that? Stay Whole House. Oh no shit! Yeah, so I legit like he but was like where Pete is to me. That's how close he was to me, and yeah. I was like, "Yo, touch him in the head." <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it was tight. Yeah. I know this is a little off topic, but I have been wondering this. I like I hear always in the scene that you're like part of like weird ska bands and stuff. I play ska, dude. So how many bands are you actually in, and what <laughs> are these? Wait, let me show you my tattoo. I play ska, dude. Whoa, oh, what? Are you serious? Ska. Yo, I got this tattoo the fucking first I'm time I saw ska. your band play. What? Wait, Whoa. what? In when New, was that? In New Brunswick at that coffee thing at the J House. At the J House. Whoa. I got this tattoo and the ska tattoo. That's incredible. Wait, that exact day? That Wait, day. Let me see that tattoo. There you cool. go. And um, yeah, that day, I walked to the tattoo parlor, <laughs> and then I drove to the show. I guess yeah. And then I How saw your bed. Feel yeah the, on the inside it of the mouth. I got a little teary eyed. I love oh, that yes. though. That's... I mean, this shit was fine. You guys have tattoos. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, these yeah. are Not fine. Me. But the lip, yeah, yeah, the the lip was a little sensitive. Yeah, dude, that that is looks really cool too. I want to say before, is that newer? Well. This I, is a great for a podcast. Talking yeah. about You're a sick it's piece. A, it's a giant duck on my arm. It's a big giant duck. If you guys didn't know, a mongoose. Well, I. Oh wait, I also have this guy too. Nice. But that's really it. Little ghost. It's funny because the, the format. The other teacher at my school, he has a ghost tattoo just like that. And when we met, I was like, wait a minute check this out and i showed him he was like whoa we were like bonding over our ghost tattoos <laughs> but oh yeah 
Yeah, I just got this like as my first tattoo, just because I really like wanted a tattoo, and I just love tattoos. So he went yeah. big for his first time. Yeah, cool. I, go big or go home. You know. Yeah. And did you go home? I went home after, after and Afterwards. I washed it and I <laughs> laid in bed and I, you know. I remember I was like peeling the the masking tape or whatever Ugh. off the tattoo in slimy, the slimy. in the kitchen of the J of house the where you guys were playing and I was oh. like oh shit wow like, and I just saw your band play and I was like hell yeah that was cool <laughs> that's awesome like, who else was playing at that show tattoo. who else was at that show was that when we played with was that when we played with invalids. No, I didn't play. It, <laughs> it was like it was like was a two El years. That was that was El Norzo. Oh, Americano probably played. And El, El, El Norzo. El Norzo. El Norzo. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. Yeah, that was Jay House. That, yeah. that was a good show. Yeah, that was that was, cool. that was like our first show. That was like, in like in New Brunswick. Yeah, that was like first Brunswick, like yeah. That was Hell a big yeah. day for us. That's great. A big day for you too. Yeah, got inked up. So you guys play. There you go. Sick. So how many bands are you in? All right, so. I've played in a ska band since like 2006. I still play in that same band. Rep it. What's the name? Uh, the best of the worst. I played. So that wasn't the first band I've I played in. I started off playing in like melodic hardcore bands, and I still kind of play in those bands. But the best of the worst started, and then we're still a band, and then we started the second ska band because one wasn't enough. Of course. <laughs> so now we're in. A, now I'm in two ska bands. What's the name of that song? Thirsty Guys. But we don't. Re- we were just like recording and we've only played <laughs> like four or five shows. I sing in that band and play keyboard. Whoa. Whoa. What? Yeah, it's different. Yeah. That's different. I need Yo, to see that. Yeah, hook us up. Yeah, Let us know when fun. you're coming. Hoff off the press. I, I try to jump around a lot and I Good. hit myself in the head with the microphone. I had, <laughs> last year I thought I was going to pass out because I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> you were just smacking yourself. And then with like, the I literally like. Such was, a Henry Rollins. Like, yeah, it was too much. I, can't, I don't have the endurance for that. Black flag. <laughs> a weak skeleton. But um, yeah, so I play playing two ska bands. I've uh, been a ska guy. So the you best did, of the worst here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the best of the worst played a lot. Two thousand eight, nine, ten, eleven. We were kind of part of this like scene of like touring MySpace ska and yeah. ska core bands. Oh, oh sure, because oh, it's, it's not like third wave. I mean, it's yeah. kind of it's like punk. We call it ska core. It's like kind of progressive, but like dissonant ska with like hardcore ish cool. stuff kind of different and so then all those bands eventually kind of faded away but our band still plays every now and then cool is that so like what awesome. folly is like yeah folly dude, oh, Folly's we did coolest. a folly cover set at the core tavern and they what? came we met a, a whoa ge- we met a game and uh arbin oh my god that's incredible it was me two guys from best of the worst and two guys from marlo nisha the old band i used to play into and we, we did crap. a folly cover set wow, yeah crazy. it was cool one of the coolest shows i ever went to was folly's reunion show yeah you know, like, yeah so fucking good or was it their breakup? Pride oh. of New Jersey. Yeah. I saw them at yeah. School of Rock, and that was the <laughs> sure, last show. But, I mean, they played the first show I ever went I, to. That's where I, I saw them, too, also, School of Rock. Yeah. The first show I ever went to was Folly? When I was 12. I mean, if we're not counting when I saw Aerosmith in the fourth grade with yeah, my mom. Yeah, let's not count that. Yeah, that shit doesn't count. That's Bruce rock. Springsteen. Oh, pretty about <laughs> Fifth grade. Um, yeah, so I saw them. It was like them, Catch-22, Big D in oh, Kids' Table. Oh, Catch-22. Mustard Plug. Yeah. Mustard Plug. At Birch Hill in like Old Bridge. all the classic bands. With Folly? Yeah, Folly opened up because they Whoa. were like a strong Jersey ska-ish local. Yeah. Ska ska-ish is right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my old my old high school teacher played in Catch Twenty Two. Actually, that's killer. Whoa. Then he Whoa. went he went to play in Streetlight Manifesto Whoa. for one album and then he quit because he's like I'd want to be a teacher. Yeah, sure. So. Huh. That's that's incredible. Ska baby, it's in my blood. Streetlight Manifesto <laughs> is a band that I've been listening. They were like my first favorite band. Like I'll remember them always. I still know like all the lyrics. Yeah, to all the songs. Oh, they're great. They're totally great. They're doing a bunch of like shows where they're playing all the old stuff now and i thought they would ask my high school teacher to play and uh, they, they didn't and lame I was, and i asked him about it cool. and he was like yeah i don't know i left on good terms but they he just didn't even hit me up and my my high school teacher who's actually my boss now is my supervisor um he like arranged all the horn parts too and it was, he was like oh my gosh you know I, I don't know if i should disclaim all of it but he was like you know i we set up an arrangement where i would get some money for arranging these horn parts and I might have got paid once and that was it and yeah. I and that band makes money oh yeah, yeah. they're band, famous they're selling merch to marching bands all across the United States you know yeah but that's that, you know the, the worst part about it is this isn't the first time I've heard about them doing stuff like that yeah so it's weird. really crummy I mean they, they had their gripes with Victory Records yeah which are probably mean, warranted because that's like a shitty label yeah, yeah yeah but you know it's it's tricky situation so that's my ska history corner. Yeah, <laughs> ska story. I'm, I'm a ska kid, uh, pretty much. Dope. Drag so that, so that's two bands. 
two ska bands. Then In Angles and Invalids. In Angles Invalids. Those are like the only four right now. Okay. Nice. I play in some other ones, but they kind of come and go. So. Yeah. You know. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys play in any other groups? I do. Uh, lawn chairs. I, I'm gonna. You know Evan Sioni by any chance? Yeah. Drummer of Johnny J Cola. House. Yeah, J House. Exactly. One of the previous owners of the J House. Um, he might. I've known him since kindergarten, actually. So like we. We like discovered music together and like we built off each other. So he, my, uh, myself, and then our other friend Jeff Tabankin, we are in a band called Lawn Chairs. It's like happy emo, I guess. We try to be really experimental and like just play what we feel, and it ends up being, it ends up just being jump cuts from like groove to like straight up like experimental jazz to like just like. Joyce Manor type things like right on. That's fun. It's really fun. Did yeah. you guys play Boon Tunes recently? We like did. Okay, we did. Yeah. Right there on. you go. Yeah. Um. Nice. That's me. Pete. And Pete did it. We had a battle actually with Pete's other band. Yeah, it was a bloody battle. It was incredible. I I play in a band called Part Time Chef. We haven't played in a while though. But um. Yeah, we I played a show with you guys. I saw you guys play. What show was that? Was that the Meat Locker? No, New Brunswick. It's like a rainy Sunday and like six people came. Whoa. Oh, that was like really early. Yeah, yeah. That was like acoustic guitar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a mess. Keyboard, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, with keyboard. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. But um, recently we it was like just uh, I would just play electric guitar and he would play drums. Cool. Gordon Kubaska. Yeah. Gordon Kuba actually. Nice. You do any other stuff? Uh, I play in a jazz uh jazz organ trio. Um, myself on drums. Alex Kukowskis on guitar and Ian Howells on. The organ and we play around as much as we can cool. i try to have a contrast playing with rock and then do jazz so it can allow me to uh just really open up my chops and do a variety of different genres totally so that's what i like to do yeah man yeah and you, I mean, you guys all studied jazz right yeah much. yeah for the most part extensively i did yeah, yeah. i uh I, yeah, well, in, really. in college i kind of was like i kind of got out of it like towards the middle of my college career, I was kind of like, nah, man, I just kind of want to find a groove somewhere else. Yeah. I told my teacher basically, I was like, hey, man, can we not kind of like do jazz and kind of just do stuff where it's like grooving? So he, so in my drum lessons, he'll make me do jazz, but then he'll also make me focus on learning grooves uh, from like Steely Dan records, yeah, uh, stuff yeah. that came from Brazil. Just he makes me listen to records, and then he's like, okay, transcribe what the groove is going on, and it would have allow me to um, experience new types of grooves that were occurring all around the world. So yeah. now I concern myself more of a world drummer and cool. not concern myself just a jazz drummer. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of jazz guys, for as far as pocket stuff, will often like not be able to do it. Like so. Yeah. They're just they're, and they're strictly jazz. Like, yeah. They're just jazz exactly. guys. And Which, I didn't like, want what that. good. What good is that? Exactly. Yeah. I didn't want that. Uh, and I, I, I'm hoping one day maybe go to Broadway. So my whole idea was, if I want to be on Broadway, I have to be able to. Adjust. Do anything adjust to any type of situation, totally. You know, and I would, and I want someone to, you know, to just say, "Hey, play this groove." I might not play the best you may have heard it, but I can play it well enough where people can go, "I like it." Yeah, that's it. Yeah, cool. I just want to add one thing to that, and that's that. Uh, I feel like a lot of modern jazz has actually been moving way more towards like pocket kind of stuff, like snarky puppies oh, getting yeah. big. Neo soul stuff. Yeah, neo oh, yeah. soul, like Robert Hiatus Glasper. Coyote, Robert Glasper. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I love like, it. All that stuff's great. It's, it's blowing up too, yeah, and it's it like is. I, I love Hiatus Coyote. It. Is like, heard, like, yo, like, so underrated. Oh, like what's so like Herbie Hancock? Like, his yeah, Herbie Hancock. His course. stuff is getting out there. Isn't too. he? Doing some of Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, yes, Kasabi, uh, what's all, uh, Kamasi Washington. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, uh, Whoa, that's going to be crazy. What, 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 what's a, a Thundercats on it, too? Oh, fuck. Uh, yo, wow, it's going to be that. intense. That's real good. That's yeah. crazy. Hell yeah. Cool. In college, I had to play atonal music, which I thought, which I think <laughs> I would appreciate more now, but I hated it like very much when I was in yeah. college. I was like a Never stubborn piece it. of shit in college, so like I'd have to play these like atonal vibraphone pieces, and then I would uh. just... Oh man! Forget them. Oh, by the classical next day. percussion, of course. Yeah, it was yeah. like new music. So like Willie P had like a big new music program, which was like, cla- awesome. it was like the equivalent of classical jazz music. Like what happens when you take classical music <laughs> and it's just fucking I, super out there? I was in a group like that kind experimental of experimental. Yeah, ensemble. we. I was an experimental ensemble. Like my friends and I kind of like founded it, and we were working with this guy Kevin Brown, who's like awesome. He's in, yeah, he's and dope. I remember we played at. Like what was it, Casser Theater? Yeah, it was Kasser which is Theater. like the big, th- brand new theater, like at Montclair. Yeah, it's not part of MSU. It's no, like its own it, thing. It's like yeah, and we played there, and I remember like we we played in like pitch darkness, like t- 
entire theater was dark. It was an experience to watch. Yeah, and, it was really and cool. I was playing like the bass six with like my reverb and all that stuff. And like they, we there was like saxophone, violin. Um, I mean, viola, you guys like ruffling papers. Just yeah, like, make noises weird. and stuff. Yeah, and weird. we were doing a lot of like that jazz classical like kind of combining. Making we did like in, new music. Yeah, we yeah. did like in C. If you've heard of that. Yeah, I had to play in C. Yeah, we played that. It's we almost just, like post rock. Like yeah, it's, it's something it's, like trancey like or drone I don't know about what it. it. It's really fun it's, to play though. Yeah, it's pretty nutty. I love it. Yeah, my professor used to like take marbles and like put them on their snare drum and like yeah, shake the snare drum cool. Yeah. In yeah. retrospect, like I think I would appreciate it more now, but I was like so stubborn in college. <laughs> Wasn't open to anything. I was like, this is all stupid. I want to go play basement shows. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So dumb. But hell yeah. Um, I think we're good on time. Yeah. I have to go to the bathroom so bad. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Check out the new Planet, the Planet U album, the Planet U. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Check that, out the new Invalids record too. It's pretty good. Check that out too. I'm going to play drums on it. Uh, thanks for coming on and doing this. Yeah, thanks guys. for having us, man. Yeah. It's, it has been a, a it's honestly budget. an honor. Oh. For real. Thanks. The choke artist. It's an honor. <laughs> yeah. You're on the choke artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll upload this right now. So it'll be up Wednesday, tomorrow. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so yeah. much, Joe. Awesome. Hell yeah. Thanks, Appreciate Thank it. you. Woo! Try open my chest for you and hope that you do the same.